curiosity seekers. Welcome to Dissecting Medical History. I'm Ange. I'm a travel nurse, medical history enthusiast, and your host. If you're looking for a storytelling formatted podcast with fun and fascinating topics on history and bios, then you are in the right spot. Please note this is not in any way medical advice. If you have anything that's ever discussed in any of the podcast episodes, please seek medical attention. Now, let's get this story started. I need one of those like blackers. Okay, action, action. Hello, curiosity seekers. Today, I have a treat for you. Not one, but two medical true crime enthusiasts. I have Joe from the podcast consistently eccentric and yes i had to write it down because i'm really bad about that name because it always twists my tongue (laughs) from way across the pond in the uk hello hello and i have mel from 15 minutes up the road hello (laughs) yeah weirdly she was late (laughs) (laughs) and i was late she was late i was very late joe's coming to us from the future (laughs) <laughs> that's true it is literally like, saturday here tomorrow <laughs> what he's literally good so so what are we to expect for tomorrow's future <laughs> do you know yet <laughs> at, at the moment it's, it's looking good <laughs> looking good great yeah. over here it's fantastic it's about to have sunset it's gonna be beautiful i posted a picture of my my view i think the other day mm-hmm. beautiful view okay yes it is so this story it's sort of perfect because as joe mentioned we do like stories about boats and this one is about a navy veteran oh and i have a navy veteran friend mel hello. so hello. again so we're going to talk about this but before we get started on the story i want to talk about something called organ arsenic chemistry have you ever heard of that organ arsenic chemistry so yes or or it's organ no arsenic it's like organ with an o arsenic's all one word it's very long arsenic chemistry right yes so it's like yes (laughs) that's a (laughs) it's a long word i'm gonna i'm going to give you the wikipedia because I did have to go to I hate going to Wikipedia, but I did have to go to Wikipedia for a description of what this was before we get started on our story because it's relevant. So this is a chemistry of compounds containing a chemical bond between arsenic and carbon. So a few organoarsenic compounds are called organoarsenicals and they produce and they can be produced in are um, incesticides, herbicides, and fungicides. So I think when someone's trying to poison someone with arsenic and they use a pesticide or an herbicide, like they use that kind of stuff to do it way back in the day, that's why it's effective because they already made it with arsenic, this compound, in that product. So does that lead to a delayed reaction because your body has to metabolize the, the product to, to release the arsenic? Is it a good Wikipedia way of delayed killing? Wikipedia did not tell me. <laughs> ah. but you ask good questions. You ask, yeah, when you ask a question, I pause and you have to go look it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you ask good questions. That Keep is a up. good question. Keep up the good work. Um, but, it, okay, so going on, it says, in general, the applications are 
declining in step with growth concerns about their impact on the environment. Obviously, arsenic's not great for the environment and the human health. So basically, um, skipping down to why this is a little bit more important, according to Wikipedia, uh, in the first compound was done in 1760. But then later, this guy named Paul Ulrich, who is from Germany, and I'm going to do a bio on him because when I started another rabbit hole, he is very interesting mm -hmm. and invented a lot of things that are really important to medical, the medical world. But the big thing that he did was he won a Nobel Prize for making an arso, ar, organo arsenic compound to cure syphilis. Oh, oh that's yes. a big thing to cure. Well done, that man. Yeah. And that was, I think, in 1909. And was it... Penicillin? Well, they had to tweak it because this did have some arsenic and some bad effects. So he, you, to make to make this compound, a doctor had to be very, very careful when they when they made it because it's arsenic, it's right? Arsenic. And you have to inject it. Oh. I believe. I believe reading that. So, so this guy um, got the Nobel Prize for 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 this. Um, I it's. Um, the antibiotic is called, what was the antibiotic? Well, I'll get to that in a minute. I'll tell you what it's called. <laughs> but it was a, it was one of the, one of the medical things that the compound did was the antibiotic to cure syphilis. But I want you to remember that because we are going to talk about him at some point. Okay. Because when I was reading about, I started to read about him and I found a book that was really fascinating and I started going down. I'm like, no, 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 focus, focus. I'm talking about a murderer, <laughs> one not story a healer. At a time, one story I know, at a time. right? I mean, the problem um, so... with the injectable is it's it's straight in there. It's in the systemic system. It's So if you do make yeah. a mistake, yeah. at least they don't have long to contemplate it until right. they expire. Right, so that's where our that's story, that's, that's what our story. Point. So this is probably the only story that I'm going to tell, well, that I can think of in my list that's not a serial killer. It was a oh. one-off. I know. But it's an interesting one. Just one time. I know. It was I just one murder. But I thought it was a little thought-provoking, and then I thought it would be perfect for the two of you. One, because he was a naval um, officer, doctor, surgeon, or whatever. And two, because it is thought-provoking, and I thought it would be interesting to see what your thoughts were after I tell you the story. Okay. So, this guy's name's... Perrier Bograt. Perrier, like, as in the drink that I can't stand. Ew, gross. It is gross. Um, so. <laughs> what are Joe's thoughts on this uh, sparkling water drink? Yeah, do you I, do sparkling water or just I, beer? I, I've got into fizzy <laughs> water recently. Uh, I've, I can trick myself into thinking it's um, some kind of soda. When actually it's not, it's good for me. So yeah, uh, it's, a, I have a, it's a lie. It's not a soda. <laughs> I have a Your lot of. Your body knows it's a lie. I have a lot of friends that like the fizzy water, and like one won't drink water unless it has the fizziness in it. So she bought one of those soda streams to to fizz their own water. Oh yeah, I mean it's I like saving it pennies. Up. Pennies a glass. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What a deal. So, so this guy is a Navy veteran. And I, you know what, I started thinking, I don't know, do you count as a Navy vet? You didn't even, you didn't even serve on a boat. 
I have received care at the Department of But you've been on a boat. Affairs. Thank you very much. She's been on a boat. I guess. No, I was never stationed on a ship and never yeah. got deployed in yeah. 11 years. But her, oh. but her husband. I know. I know, right? She got I tried. disappointed. I tried to volunteer for a few things and they said no because I wanted to do fun things. Yeah, she got like, gypped. go on a hospital ship, but. But no. That'd be funny if you did a cruise now. It could be like, then you could. Anyway, okay. I would never get my husband on a cruise. He was on a submarine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Well, I'm going to give you, I'll give you that. So the other thing about this story um, is this guy did earn, well, he was in World War I. And he, I'm not sure when he got out, but he got two medals. He won the Legion of Honor during his service, and he got a military cross. I do not know what either of those were for. I tried and tried to figure out what he did to earn them, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The The military cross, the Navy cross, I think it's just below medal. I think it's just below medal of honor. I think it's really high. How do you get a, an, that kind of a medal being a doctor, you think? Saving someone important? Probably, <laughs> probably putting your life on the line to save other people. Oh, that's usually, maybe it was because it was during war. Get the Medal of Honor. Usually, people get it posthumously. Okay, wow. Because it was during wartime, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna show I, Joe this picture ooh. because this is this guy looks like a cross between. Do you know who Owen Wilson is? <laughs> the actor Owen Wilson. The yes, actor so. Owen Wilson, Edgar Allan Poe, and oh my god, Clark Gable. He does. He's a, he's a bit of a handsome devil, yeah. I see it. Yeah, he's got not, rugged good looks. Not bad. Not bad. He, but he does have that, like, he has that lip and the nose of Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then he's got, like, the the Edgar Allan Poe mustache and, like, thing going on. And then he's got, like, that Humphrey Go, Bogart. Not the Humphrey Bogart. The Clark Gable kind of, like, playboy look. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to put that on the Instagram. The three of them got together. And right. Had a how child. little baby. <laughs> Maybe that's why he like, got the medals. They just took a look at him and went, oh, man, yeah. handsome beast, have some medals. <laughs> All right. right. Not a good... And, you know, like when a lot of times we look back and look at these older pictures, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, he's a playboy, what? But he was actually not bad. Okay, yeah. so the... um, Anyway, so he, in France, when he got out of of the World War One, he set up a practice in Marseille, France. The guy lived a little bit of the bad boy life, which, I mean, you look at him and you're like, yeah, okay, I can see that. He was kind of into gambling, prostitutes, and he was big on the nightlife, spending a lot of money on the ladies. Pretty much was like the the playboy. He also liked to um, do drugs. He had, like, I don't know what kind of drugs were that thing then, but he was doing drugs back in... Back in the 20s? Sherlock Holmes, in the Sherlock Holmes books, he did, um, cocaine. I believe, cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, back back in sort of like, uh, before, especially before World War Two, you know, cocaine was something that was just in products. You could buy cocaine wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was in sold. In wine, really? I didn't know it was in wine. It was sold in medical journals uh, for doctors recommended specific brands of cocaine wine to help give oh, you pep wow. and vim and vigor. <laughs> I that, could use some that'll pep. give you a pep. I yeah. use pep today. In the PACU, I used to work in the PACU a little bit, and um, for listeners that aren't in the medical field, that's recovery after surgery. 
and we had ENT surgeries where I worked and we had cocaine in the in the Pixis. Um, we never used it, but for significant sinus nasal bleeds, you can do that to shrink up those capillaries and get the huh. bleeding to stop. Ooh, fantastic. Also, Afrin also works. What does Afrin? <laughs> Afrin, the stuff that oh, the your little spray. Nose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you get people who were like, I'd, I'd elect to have the cocaine instead. <laughs> I'd like the cocaine, please. Mm. Well, like in the cardiac unit, we used to give them beer if they were alcoholics. Uh-huh. I'll yeah. just stop the like, what kind of, stories of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because we didn't want to deal with the, with that, the withdrawals or anything. So we would say, what kind also, of they might you die like with your dinner. <laughs> right. Right. There was that. There was that. A fun okay, note, so back... you know, you know how um, yeah. I, I, I'm allowed to prescribe drugs now? Yes. They were very specific that the only two drugs I can't you learn to are. prescribe are cocaine and LSD. Uh, oh, They're the only two you're, you're I'm not allowed to. You're now too? Well, he, he's allowed to do... I'm well, a non-medical practice... prescriber, so yeah. I'm a... Oh, cool. It works differently there, but okay. I'm the only one here that cannot prescribe. Aww. Well, technically, according to California law, I can only furnish medications, oh. but I send prescriptions all day long, so it's right. prescribing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <Yeah>. California. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this guy is lucky that he that there was a cure for syphilis because he was, like I said, in the nightlife, right? So it was invented in 1909, and he was, um, yeah, he liked the ladies. I could have. Sworn. Are you claiming oh, he wasn't had, using protection? Oh, what a cat. Wait, protection wasn't even invented yet. Yes, it okay. was. It, at that point, when people, was condoms people, invented? Condoms, condoms been were being time, used since I think it's the 1700s. The first condoms were being used. They were literally yeah. bits oh. of intestine that you washed and reused, but they did exist. Who's gonna Yum. do that when you're like bouncing from one lady <laughs> to the next? Wait a and minute! I just need to do my laundry. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah no 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 oh yeah. i'm gonna have nightmares about that okay so the the antibiotic that's made with that compound is called salvarison salvarison s-a-l-b-a-r-a no s-a-n s-a-l-b-a-r-s-a-n that's what he meant okay that i couldn't remember earlier it has a okay, little bit so of anyway. arsenic in it a little bit just a, just, little. Little just a touch as this as irish would say just a wee bit just a wee, wee bit i don't know if the irish should say that i would say that as a impersonator they of an irish do person according to tv okay maybe it's scottish who say that yeah is it scottish according to the outlander yes according to the outlander <laughs> i saw this bonnie last and i had just mm-hmm. you know had to, to, had to get syphilis for her. Okay. Anyway. Just kind of mashing together all the Gaelic cultures there into one thing. <laughs> I'm, is that, you have to excuse that racist? I'm so sorry. They're never going to let us back. Okay, so I can I can smell the Milo. Mm, I, mm, I can smell it <sighs> too. So good. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> he killed somebody. End of story. <laughs> All right. So this compound that he he was treating those that were in 
in the brothels and he was treating the the lower end the red light district because i don't know if it was he was a good guy or if he was getting like a deal cut because he was a or gambler he's like, this is where i'm going to get my fun and i want to make sure all these people don't have syphilis right yes it was... so he made this compound for a friend of his this this man called jack i'm gonna call him jack It'll be Jacques, won't it, if he's French? Jacques, 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 uh, Rumbi. He was a client and apparently a friend. Mm -hmm. And I put that in quotes because he kept telling the authorities he was my friend. The guy happened to have syphilis. So Pierre, who happened to know how to make the compound, had treated him earlier that day. So he gave him the injection, and then a few hours later came back to Pierre, his friend, and said he had lost a bag of money at the brothel that he had just left. He told Pierre he didn't feel very well and asked him to go and look for it for him. Okay, so Pierre is a doctor. So why didn't he just try to figure out why Pierre was sick in the first place mm -hmm. instead of like, yeah, yeah, I'll go find your money, but let's take care of your health mm. first. That seems suspicious, number one. A little bit. I mean, he's what? he's been out. If he's lost money in a you know in a brothel, he's probably been out a bit worse right. for drink. He just go. Him... He's having a rough day. Right. I'll just... I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm like, okay. He, he he convinced his friend Pierre, the doctor, to go and find the money. Maybe there was a finder's fee. I doubt it, but there, you know. <laughs> so anyway, so he left and he went to go find this bag of money. But when he returned, his friend was dead in his house. Oh. Okay, at this point, <laughs> I just want to point out that all the articles that I read that were in English, because I don't know French, never pointed out the fact that Jack, Jacques, went back to a brothel the same night with syphilis just treated that day. like. That's not how it works. He still has some syphilis <laughs> up in there. Like, that's not how it works. <laughs> the guy still has syphilis. And he went back to the brothel. Oh, okay. Sorry. But it, was I, it the brothel where I, he I got syphilis? So it's like, well. Right. He's just spreading just, it around. They're just sharing. Just sharing the, the syphilis. Back and forth. Back I got the syphilis it's from it's them. It's a happy community. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just going to give it back. <sighs> so anyway, that, that really... It really got me. I was like, why is no one pointing this out? Why is nobody stopping this guy? Okay, so they apparently figured out how to cure the disease, but didn't realize that it wasn't cured in an instant. Okay, well, anyway. For the longest Pierre, time, they thought it just went away, didn't they? Because you go into remission obviously. of the symptoms. So everyone would go, <laughs> mm -hmm. they do sort of like homeopathy and go, oh, that sorted it. So yeah. people who were non-sort of um, symptomatic this, would yeah. go out for years and just spread mm -hmm. it far and wide. That's true. Yeah. And then, you know, when you're usually like in a dose of an antibiotic, sometimes they'll have you double up a dose in the beginning, the loading dose, yeah. a bolus. And so, and then you kind of feel better pretty quickly. So they probably thought, oh yeah, that's, and that's when you end up with problems because people stop taking it because they're like, oh, I feel better already. Nope. Okay. Yeah. I've Resistance. seen secondary syphilis in a patient. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, okay, anyway, Pierre, the Navy military doc, said ah. he panicked. Okay. That's what you want, that's what you want in your um, military doctor, I isn't know. it? I, you want them to panic. You don't want them to, right. to be cool. Another thing nobody pointed out was, like, 
Uh-huh, you panicked. Okay. This is a guy who won the Medal of Honor, you say, for Medal Grace of... Under Pressure. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, something is suspicious. Okay. Anyway, Pierre, that guy, uh, Navy, military guy. So he didn't want people to think that he stole the money, which no one mentioned, like, that he found. It's not like they, all the gambling debts were, like, he went and got the money and then paid it all off because... The next morning, he was arrested. They came to arrest him for his gambling debts. So if he had paid them with the money that he had found, then he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been arrested. Or right. So, uh, you know, more suspicious. So anyway, paying. Suspicious. So he got arrested for not paying the debts. But while they were there, they coincidentally found Jack in a cupboard. I don't know why they were going through his oh. cupboard. Or if his eyes kept darting to the cupboard and he was like, don't look over there. Don't look over there. Nothing, <laughs> nothing to see nothing there. Nothing to see here, folks. Yeah. Right. So he the Jedi's you want. He knew the police were coming then because otherwise, or was it just he's quite a tidy man? He's like, I'll just store the body with the rest I, you know, of the stuff in the cupboard. I'd... He just folded it up and stuck it next to the Folded his, his good, good friend. <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with that oh, tomorrow. That seems like a tomorrow thing. Out. Maybe he didn't do a good job. And, yeah. When he's not so panicked. Although, to be fair with the gambling debts, I mean, if I had a selection of debts, I'd be paying off the people who weren't going to call the police and were going to break my legs first. Right. So maybe he did pay off the sort of the more pressing debts. Right, yeah, maybe. Uh, that's a good <laughs> point. Okay, I'll give you that. See, that's why I bring Joe on. He thinks of these really he's a, he's great... He's some good ideas, Joe. He does. I love the I love the deep thinker. I'm just here. thinking if I if I was you know in debt to the mob <laughs> and I was in debt to sort of like an insurance company or a credit card company, I'd be paying the mob off first. Yeah, you, know? you want to keep your kneecaps. You can't really play, replace those, right? Okay, so he was found guilty by a close call, six to five found him guilty, but he got lucky because he only got 25 years of hard labor because of the Legion of Honor medal. Anyone that is awarded that medal gets a free pass from the hangman. Oh, that's that's great. That's something to... Wouldn't it have been yeah. guillotine in France at the time? It said... Um, yeah, because they were using that until the 70s. The 1970s. Yeah, they were. The last one was 70. But they said specifically, not maybe not the hangman, they said the scaffold. So I guess maybe it could have been. Yeah, yeah. When I think of scaffold, I think of hangman. So I guess you're right. It could have been. When I think of scaffold, I think of doing whatever. On tall I... Buildings. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you think of like, uh, well, for me, I'm dark. I think of death and, you know, people dying from oh, bad things they did. That's nice. Thing. Okay. So... <laughs> so you basically get carte blanche. I mean, I guess it's not completely to commit murder, but they're like, right, well, we're, whatever you do, no matter how heinous. Do you reckon they'd have still done it if he like killed several children? They'd still have given him that free pass, or was it because the other guy was like, well, he was a syphilitic yeah. gambler who obviously wasn't. That's a good point. Probably they probably would I'm have. I'm sure that had that played into it a lot because that was a law. So yeah. Okay, so back to Pierre. He got the 25 years, and they sent him off to a prison, French prison colony in the Bay of Cayenne, like Pepper. That it was called Devil's Island, which is off the coast of South America. He was there until 1926. And although I read it was 1928, so it's one of those. Mm -hmm. He, <laughs> they were glad to have him because he was a doctor. I'm sure that they just 
very helpful to the other inmates. So, but he only spent six months there. Hmm. You want me to tell you why? Because he, he ran away. <laughs> he escaped. Yeah. He escaped with two other prisoners off and he ended island? up off an Is island. Is it like Alcatraz? To another island. To an, oh, they went to another island. He Ooh. ended up in Arepa, Venezuela. I-R-I-P-A. Which sounds like a delicious beer. Um, which may still have been dealing with the Spanish flu. Because they said something about, I read that there was an epidemic going on. But this was in 19, mm. either 26 or 28. So I don't know if the Spanish flu was still. Yeah, it's probably some version maybe. of it. I tried and tried to find what was going point. on in Venezuela. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything. So it may have been, I don't know. Anyway, he ended up there. And he was continuing to practice and helping the ill and um, those that were less fortunate, like he was back in France. And the authorities just turned the other cheek. They just let him do what he wanted, like, just let him practice. They never gave him a medical license, but again, they just never interfered. They were just like, yeah, you can <laughs> do one. It. Yeah, because he was really good at taking care of the poor on Margarita Island. Ooh, margaritas? Margarita Island, better Ooh. than Devil's Island. So his his punishment for <laughs> his punishment for killing a guy was to be sent to Venezuela, where he was living on Margaritaville, yeah. and just ah. enjoying himself. Margaritaville. Margaritaville. I think Joe's heard of margaritas. Okay, the other two prisoners <laughs> were returned to Devil's Island. Oh. I know they did. So the police did, did not turn the other. <laughs> so they knew where they were he was. Yeah, yeah, they all knew. They all knew where he was. Brilliant. And they let him live until he died. And I was probably, I was thinking he probably died of syphilis, but anyway, or a drug deal gone wrong. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I found the inscription on his grave that was in Spanish because he died in Venezuela. He was. He, it says he was born in eighteen ninety and he died in nineteen sixty two. This is the translation. Homage of the grateful people to the memory of French doctor, Dr. Pierre Bograt, who found in this land a haven of peace and affected us with good thought, good through the noble exercise of his profession. Aww. So my question is- Did your is, mom translate that for you? No. Since you speak Spanish? She did not. Did Google translate I, that for you? No, the article. <laughs> the article gave both versions. Uh, uh. So I was I was lucky. Yeah, a lot of these ones that I've been looking up international. Huh, I'm like I know there's something good in that, but I cannot read it. So I try to find as much English as I can, and then if I can't, then I go to Google Translate to translate an article. Mm -hmm. Anyway, okay, so that is the story of Pierre, but. Do you think, like, he deserved, like, even, what if he did really kill that guy? No, he because did Because it could have been an ex. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, you know what? He probably did. Because, I mean, he just died, like, after he gave him the arsenic thing. I think he probably, it was a, because it's kind of tricky. But he should have reported it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that it necessarily it was, was murder. back then, though. Yeah. Although, the, the fact that he... Panicked really gives me pause, but yeah. okay. What if he really did murder this guy? Does he deserve that second chance because he's a doctor and was able to then make good on being a doctor and helping all these poor people? No, Mel's just staring at me. <laughs> yeah. 
really it's... confused look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's it's nice that he did it, but I imagine that's because he turned up in Venezuela with no money, no anything, <laughs> and he he only had one serviceable skill that he could use to to sort of yeah. live to buy the he food that he needed. Just doing it for the good of you know. But he could have been him. because he started out working with the poor. Yeah. And so he might have been, he may legitimately... Because he was an unregistered doctor. I mean, you've only got certain options. The poor are probably going to yeah. overlook the fact that you're a French yeah. doctor who was recently, you know, in a in a prison camp because they just need the care at that point. I feel, I feel like, I feel like that he didn't murder. That's my own opinion. I don't, I think it was an accident and he made a lot of bad choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He made a lot of bad choices before the accident, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else we should add? I don't know. You're the one to help tell the story. (laughs) I mean, of your opinions. My story is over. I'm just... I was looking because there's like a boat or something out there. Something something that's shiny, reflective. (laughs) In many ways, you are like a magpie, aren't you? As soon as it's shiny. Here we go. Oh, there's something someone's giving me an SOS. Uh-oh. No, it's just a see cuz like a... if you look out you can see the sunset. In terms of um arsenic as a poison though. Um have you heard the the you know it's sort of like um a common knowledge that people bandy about that if you eat a certain amount of apple pips it contains oh, yeah, enough arsenic. That. I found yeah. out where that mm-hmm. came from. Oh. There was there was a guy. He was he was one of our favourites. Someone who just called themselves a medical professional is a man called John Towell, uh, okay. and he he called himself a pharmacist, even though he wasn't. Opened the first pharmacy in Australia, <laughs> because they didn't know he wasn't, and they desperately needed someone to dispense the drugs. But he murdered someone, and his defendant uh, tried to claim that she'd accidentally um, overdosed on arsenic by eating apples. Huh. And How many apples would you have to it eat? It has to be a lot. Well, this is, this and is why what are you the, the core? This is what the prosecution <laughs> pointed out. They said even if you ate a full bushel of apples, which would contain enough pips, apple pips because they go through the digestive tracts of animals and then get you know excreted out. In that's how they spread. They don't break down in stomachs, so you'd have to take all of those apple pips, grind them up, them. <laughs> yeah, and then take them. So wow. it's it's a complete Dry. misnomer, but it came from a murder trial. Um, he was a Quaker, was John Towell. Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting... Wait, a Quaker murdered somebody? I know. Oh. What? He yeah. has another good Quaker story he told one time. It's really good. I, I love Quakers, but I finally found a naughty one, and I was very happy to have found the <laughs> naughty Quaker. All right, so that's the story of Pierre. And I... Um... Did they take his medals away from him? Did they, no. did they, what? They didn't sort of strip him of his military honours no. after like... he murdered a guy and immediately panicked and shoved him in a no. cupboard. <laughs> nope, he kept a... What would I do in that situation? <laughs> Hide the medals. No, he kept the medals. Wow. Reminds me of that one lady I did the, the um, biography on and they tried to strip her of her medal and she's like, uh-uh. And then, and then later they said, okay, yeah, you can keep your medal. But it was funny because she was like, I'm going to keep my medal back. <laughs> it was like a medal. She's like, uh-uh, no way. And then, yeah. But I guess, okay. I guess that points to your, your point of, you know, should he be judged on, on uh, 
the murder, considering everything he did, it's like, well, if he kept his medals because he wanted to be remembered for that, I think we should probably remember the murder as well. You, know, you don't yeah. give him a free pass yeah. on that. I don't know. I don't know what became of the medals, but I don't think they stripped him of them. They, I never read anything about that. That he, that he. I mean, that's what saved him in the end, and not to get murdered. Like, you know, if it wasn't for that, he would have been um, found guilty, and then I guess head chopped. Those the, there's so many different loopholes through history for that kind of thing, though. Yeah. Because we talked about in England, we had a thing called the neck verse. Well, basically, if you if you could prove it's called benefit of the clergy, and the idea was that if you could prove you're a member of the clergy, you got one do over. Um, so you oh, could recite this, and it that's would. That's a nice loophole. Yeah, but it's the... a nice for them, for the members only... of the clergy. <laughs> well, it wasn't just members of the clergy; it was anyone who could read a passage from the Bible. So the only real bar was if you're rich enough to have had an education, you get right. to read this, and then you got branded on the thumb to show that and you'd we... used it. So it's like a, a free coupon that you get for murder like or whatever you wanted to do. Because you're wealthy. That sounds like the American justice system. <laughs> That's sad. Okay. Your, your justice system works perfectly. Look at how that guy who started an insurrection <laughs> is in prison now. Isn't he? <laughs> One out of Definitely in prison now, isn't he? <laughs> Have you ever heard of O.J. Simpson? <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't have that I saw that him when he was on the out. run. <laughs> No, I you saw, saw his um, the, Bronco. Yes, we were on our way back from Magic Mountain and we were driving down the 405 and I actually took the wrong freeway. I took the 405 instead of the 5 and I was going south and it was me and my brother and one of my friends and we were going and then the freeway just got really like empty. It was really weird. Oh. It was just very surreal. And then on we like, on the radio it's like had it said it was talking about how how the OJ think what was happening mm -hmm. and we're like wait that's near where we are oh my god so we were like driving really slow on the other side of the freeway and he was driving really slow on on the fast lane on his side of the freeway and we just passed each other oh no way and we're all like we just slow motion like just staring missing history it was crazy that's pretty and then he yeah, pulled over that. and signed a few autographs for you and he's right a really nice guy. <laughs> probably yeah. I, I never was a football <laughs> fan but i knew who he was well most all people right. in england only knew oj simpson from the um naked gun movies because you know we oh, nfl yeah. isn't that that big over that. here but we we all love it's a good. It's not big fart. in my house either. I get it. He uh, Joe likes football. You do? Oh, I hate it. He he will stay up for a football game. Like a Ravens. American football. At Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, and ironically, my oh. my biggest listenership for my podcast is in Cleveland. So really, <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't know why. Interesting. <laughs> that is funny. Huh? Okay. I know some people from Ohio. Ah. Oh. Well, <laughs> I know you should thank the them. Yeah. I will. On my behalf. Okay. <laughs> so the only thing I know outside. about Cleveland is the river was once set on fire. Um, how? Oh. How, guys? How did they do that? That's, Oil. that's Oil. just impressive, yeah. is that you managed yeah. to do that. There's a whole lot of leakage. <laughs> okay. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Okay. Really, really, really wrapping this up now. Bringing <laughs> it in. We've gone way off topic. <laughs> I don't even know how long it's been, but we're like how... Um, I'm like, oh, have we been recording? That would suck if we hadn't, but we had. Shoo! Oh, okay. I didn't even check to look. Oh, what if we had done all of that and didn't record it? That would be bad. I would leave right now. <laughs> <Would you? laughs> I looked at the mixer and I was like, oh, it's not.
not recording, but we're okay. We're good. All right. We're going to say goodbye. We'll meet up again, I promise, in like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catch you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it and we'll catch you next week. Bye. I don't like it because I have to share with every mother <laughs> in the entire world. You don't have to share with me. I have to share. I'm true. not a mom. You're a dog mom. I'm a dog mom. My, my, my mom is Mexican. So we, and my grandmother, she never remembered my, my birthday ever. Aww. It's on Mother's Day. <laughs> That's because she was thinking about Mother's Day. She's like, there's something about I need to remember. Mm. She's so selfish. I'm only eight, you know? Mm. So anyway, she... (laughs) You don't don't get a day. Well, for her, technically, it's Grandmother's Day, I guess. But she... Yeah, so when we go out to eat or something for my birthday, it's graduations, it's Mother's Day, Nurses Week. Oh, yeah. It goes on and on. There's a Nurses Week. Yeah, we have Nurses Week that week. We have Nurses Week. Y'all don't have, yeah, you don't have nursing rank. Okay, so we're starting now. Okay. Okay.